Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. So, good afternoon, good evening to you, wherever you are in the world. It's John Heindorf and Jeremy Shaw for this session on IMSA Radio RS2 and around the circuit on 100.9 FM. Uh, We've had a couple of free practice sessions this morning, the second of which was slightly spoiled by... Some persistent drizzle that turned into light rain and it then started to dry back up again and uh, really didn't learn awfully uh, an awful um, a lot uh, on the end of that session. Uh, what we have seen is that uh, undoubtedly the uh, man to beat at the moment is a returning driver to the championship for Kelly Moss Racing this year in the number 53, Riley Dickinson, who... Has been around the block a few times, I think it's fair to say, Jeremy Shaw. He was very unlucky last season to be in a championship that was thick with talent and may have had an even better result in the championship standings last year in any other season. This year, I think from what I've heard from him when I've been speaking to him, he's setting out to make this his championship year, Riley Dickinson. Yeah, indeed. So, John, I mean, you know, he's come close to the last couple of years. He's been, uh, he finished third in the championship uh, last year. He had uh, two wins towards the end of the season. So it's still been really good stead coming into into this year. Uh, the first year of the uh, Porsche Carrera Cup uh, North America, he finished in fourth position. Uh, didn't have any wins then, so he's, you know, he's stepping in the right direction here. And he comes in here with the, the top contenders from last year, having moved on. Uh, he's uh, very much the championship favourite coming into this new season. Yes, and he's had a couple of good runs uh, here uh, in this morning's sessions. Uh, there was a test last week as well. And got to talk about uh, Tom Sargent, a couple of... A couple of sessions he led there for the new to this championship, McElroy Racing. Uh, they've come a very long way to uh, Mooresville up in uh, in Carolina uh, to compete in this championship. Yeah, they have. But Andy McElroy, who runs that team, he's uh, massively successful. He was a successful racer in his own right uh, years ago. His son, Hunter, is making a name for himself in the open wheel ranks in, in North America, having moved over here uh, three or four years ago now. And uh, he's up in Indy Lights now and winning races. But uh, Andy, with this team in, in, in Australia, they've won the uh, Carrera Cup in North America, in Australia, excuse me, three times over the last four or five years. So uh, the, the cars are pretty much the same as they run in Australia. Uh, the only difference coming here is that they run on a, the, the ABS system on the car here. Or they don't in Australia. But other than that, he's very familiar with these cars. Andy himself, having been there with his son, knows most of the tracks in this country. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a top class organization. I saw Andy briefly this morning. And he was telling me, look, we're, you know, we're stepping up this season. But look, they're already leading contenders their own right from where they're based. They're just applying their trade on a different canvas this year. Had they had the 992 body shape down there before they came round here? I think they ran them by right, last one, one year. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you're right. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, the big teams are all back. JDX uh, Racing uh, have uh, got a couple of cars 
We've got McCann Racing. We've got Wright Motorsports. Kelly Moss, we've mentioned. Goldcrest, they've been showing well as well in the early sessions uh, as well. This morning, they've got... Uh, uh, another handful of cars, what, three cars that they've got in as well. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the combined two sessions we've had today, the practice sessions, we've got five different teams in the top five positions overall. Kelly Moss, well, they're, they're perennial front runners, aren't they, in, in North American GT3 Cup racing. Uh, they were fastest with Riley Dickinson. McElroy second uh, with Tom Sargent, JDX racing. Last year's champions, of course, with Will Martin from England stepping into the number nine car for this season. Then MDK Motorsports, they were contenders last season jason hart great to see jason have an opportunity like this to drive that number 20 car he's fourth fastest in the two sessions and for nola sport uh, thomas merrill there's mm. another guy who's been knocking on the door of racing in all sorts of different categories over the years another guy who's worked really hard to create opportunities for himself he's going to be driving with that nola sport team in number 47 car and to be in the top five first time out in in these cars is pretty darn impressive thomas won last year's trans am a TA2 championship, which was super close fought. He won it at the last gasp by, I think it was on a tie break, actually, a number mm. of wins that he won that championship. But he comes in here, this is a very different uh, level of competition for him, not level of competition, but uh, different type of car, certainly for, for what he's used to. But he's adapted very, very well. So this is a single qualifying session that will set the grid for the two races tomorrow. It's pretty basic. Get out there, get a couple of flash laps in. Your best lap that you put in will set you your grid position for the first race as the green flag goes in the air. Your second quickest lap will set your grid position for race two, except if you go faster in race one. Now, the weather conditions here are, have dried up now. There's a few little damp patches on the circuit around the track. But in point of fact, it is pretty decent yeah. at the moment. So there may be so if somebody has a problem in this session, they may improve their time in the first race tomorrow morning. And it is the first race, first on track action uh, at the start of a very long day tomorrow morning. But um, I think what we'll see here is what we'll get in the races tomorrow. Yeah, and unlike other IMSA sessions, regular IMSA sessions, both for, for WeatherTech uh, and for, for uh, the Pilot Challenge Series and, and the, uh, the other One Makes Championships as well, uh, this is a, 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 one, a half an hour session. Most sessions for IMSA are 15 minutes. Correct. Get in there, set a lap, done. This is half an hour. So what we will see more than likely is the majority of the teams will run a couple of sets of tyres during this session. They'll do one early on, try and set a lap time on that one, then they'll come in halfway through the 30-minute session, bolt on the second set, and taking advantage of the newness of those tyres, lay down an, another quicker lap as well. So it, what's going to be interesting, they only have it's three sets of tyres for, for, for the entire race weekend starting now in qualifying. The question is when you use those sets of tyres. Yeah. Uh, so you've got, if you've got three sets, you've got qualifying and you've got two races. Do you use one set now and keep a new set for each of the races or do you run two now and that which means you'll have to run a used set for one of the races tomorrow. So strategy is there to be played out. I'm sure Riley Dickinson as the pace setter uh, this, this morning, if he can get out there to set two really really good laps on just one set of tyres that'll be looking even better for him going into tomorrow's first two races of the season and, and that's the key isn't it if you get a couple of clear laps and some 
time on the circuit to yourself, you might be able to bash out a couple of quick laps and then effectively park the car for the rest of the session. And say to yourself, right, I've, I know what I've done. Yep. I'm not going to come in and use a second set of tyres. And that is going to be hugely advantageous yeah. in the race tomorrow. Even, I mean, Riley did, he in the first session he did, uh, I think, eight laps. And his fastest lap was on the eighth lap. The second session was slightly different. Uh, he did uh, a longer run there. I think they were getting some other data. And then he went out for a short run. And again, it was about the fourth or the fifth uh, lap that uh, he, after he'd come back out of the pits where he set his session, uh, yeah. he set his fastest lap of the yeah, session. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he plays it out here for that uh, Kelly Moss team. And Riley, uh, the, the youngster from uh, New Braunfels in, Tex- in Texas, just up the road from uh, San Antonio, he uh, has had a couple of podium finishes here last year, so he knows how to have good success here at this Sebring International Raceway and be looking to use that experience to his benefit as well. So everybody, I said that and I'm looking down. Yes, I think everybody is out of the pit lane now. Yes, they are. Oh, no, there's not. There's one sitting there. It's the number 80 car, Joe yeah, Still. And I'm not now, sure Joe's here. here? I don't, I, yeah, exactly, because it hasn't been out in either of the two practice sessions so far this morning. Jeremy Shaw and John Hindoff in the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre for this Porsche Carrera Cup North America the deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America for 2023 the third season of this new championship the third season of the 992 Cup car now we will expect to see time somewhere at the front of the field in pro let me have a look at the the temperatures 202s we did have some two we had a very low 202 from Riley early on today 2-2-2 2-2-5 is the track going to be in decent enough condition track temperature 14 air temperature 17 celsius that translates to 57 fahrenheit on the track and 63 in the air and that 2-2-2s that uh, dickinson did in both of the sessions this morning that's almost a full second quicker than the qualifying lap record which was set here two years ago actually by said prio a 203.109 that's the the uh, the pole qualifying record for the Carrera Cup in this new 992 shape car. So let's wait for the money laps to start coming in. The question as well is, how do you bring the tyres up? Do you go hell for leather and try and get some heat? And getting heat at the back tyres is not normally a problem with a rear-engined car. There's a bit of heat transfer coming out of the engine bay, plus you can spin the tyres up or you can lean on them. These cars are quite light at the front. So getting the front tyres up to temperature is the hardest thing to do. That was Riley just going through. But that is a prep lap. Goes into turn one. Looks pretty committed through turn one. And heading up to turns two, three and four. Behind him is the number 20 of Jason Hart. Following him through in the bright yellow and black car. As they head through... The long, long, long curving left-hander at Turn 5. Now under the Corvette Bridge. And down towards Turn 7 in front of the hotel. I can see him with the binoculars as he heads down there. Now what I can't see is the braking area, which I could on Sunday. Because all the RVs are there. Plenty of 
greens and purples on these opening laps but these are not the times that are going to set the grid for the two races at tomorrow we're still well off with seven eight more seconds away for most of these cars out here at the moment so it looks to me jeremy as if everybody's taking a lap on possibly even two laps to bring the Michelin tyres up to temperature and pressure. Yeah, one lap uh, probably. I mean, there the, was the out lap and then the first flying lap, which was just now completed. And it's interesting that that first flying lap for Riley Dickinson at 2 minutes 20, the fastest of the first flying laps, uh, Stefan Rosinski in car number 93, 209. So a full 10 wow. seconds quicker. So, yeah, he's uh, comfortable with going out there and just laying it down right away, whereas Riley Dickinson, with his experience reckons it would appear because he was first out on the racetrack that uh, you, know, you need to bring those cars in, those tires in just a little bit more cautiously on that opening lap a couple of people to keep an eye on who are new to the series although not necessarily new to Porsches they've, they've done a bit of Porsche racing in the past I will uh, recommend that you keep an eye out for Alex Sedgwick done some Porsche racing in the UK also had a one-off outing at the Sports Car Together Festival at Daytona last year. There you go, 2022 on his first proper flying lap for Riley Dickinson and following him through, Jason Hart with a 2027. Tom Sargent goes through with a 2047. And Sean Varwick. Yeah, two or three, five. He's been he's been showing well as well. Yeah, um, as I say, keep, keep an eye on Alex Sedgwick for JDXPT Autosport. Um, he's had a go. Uh, we've also got Speedy Dan Clark, who was having a go at that event as well, if memory serves. Particularly, Will Martin's another guy to watch, isn't it? Another yeah. nine car for JDX. He's he finished third in the Porsche Crow Cup uh, UK last last season. Won some races, so he, he's another talented youngster as well. Just uh, making his North American debut this weekend, but that's a great lap from Riley Dickinson, 202.290. He's uh, he, he's done pretty much an identical lap in each of the sessions now he did a, a 202.243 in the first session this morning 202.226 in the second session uh, a little bit later this morning and now a 202.290 for Riley Dickinson in the car number 53 fastest so by a full half a second almost over Jason Hart from Texas in car number 20 two Texans then in the top two positions at the moment Sean Varwig in third position from, from Barrington Illinois and in the classes, remember the cars are identical. It's on driver age. Marco Cerrone has just thrown in a ninth position time, a 2.049 to lead that class. The AM class at the moment, Mark Kavame uh, with a 2.05847. Mark was super quick this morning and was ahead of the Pro-AM car, uh, Pro-AM leader, which I think was his teammate from memory. Yes, it was. So... Um, Keep an eye on those two as well. Yeah. John Getz has been quick this weekend. Riley Dickinson goes through, and that's quicker again. A 2 one 7 wow. That's the fastest lap we've seen this week of competition. So he's got the top two times already. So as it stands, provisionally, he's on pole for both races. He is. And that, that second lap for Jason Hart, who's following Riley Dickinson, of course, he's in that bright yellow and black car that is following the uh, Children's Hospital of Alabama, the white and green car. They're heading now uh, down under the Corvette Bridge and down towards the hairpin. Those are the first two cars that were out at the head of the pack 
in in this qualifying session. They pulled away a long, long way from everybody else. And that's, that last lap for Jason Hart was slower than his previous lap, a 2.03.0 it was. So he lost uh, two and a half tenths on that second lap. He remains second fastest. Tom Sargent now up into third position in car number 17 for McElroy Racing. John gets briefly at the top of Arm and ahead of the Pro-Arm, but Scott Noble's gone through for wow. MDK. He was quick this morning as well. And Moise Oreski has gone through to take the Pro-Arm provisional pole position. So those times are 2.042 for Scott Noble and a 2.044 for Moise Oreski. Wow. The accelerating performance car. Again, roughly where they were in the morning sessions well that's a great lap for scott noble his best lap this morning was a 204.7 his best now a 204.2 so he's found a half a second since this morning scott noble a really good improvement for him and uh, he he co-drives last year he won a championship last season with jason hart Mm. that pairing uh, in the sro series they won the pro-am class in gt4 both stepping up now to gt3 with the mdk team and both both doing a really nice job so far Uh, another improvement for marco cirone in the aci motorsports car he's inside the top dozen at 12 and leads the pro-am category with a 203-668. These guys are throwing overhand and we've still got 18 and a half minutes to go. So 12 minutes or thereabouts has gone. Yeah. And Riley Dickinson, last time around, a 202-272. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant into second with a 202-202. My goodness really me. Good that's a really good lap from Tom Sargent. Yeah. Really good lap. to one he was too. On that lap, Tom Sargent, uh, the uh, young Aussie in car number 17, 21 years of age. And uh, he is uh, really laying it down. He was quick in the test here, uh, was that a week or so ago, wasn't it? Uh, last week. Yeah. It was this time last week. Yeah, yeah Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. He topped two of the sessions from memory. I was watching the timing as I was getting set up for midweek motorsport. Yeah, last season he won the, the Sprint Challenge Australia uh, in the GT3 Cup cars, I think that was the older car. Correct. Well, I'm, I'm not sure whether it was the older cars in Australia, uh, to be uh, to be honest. But uh, he, he ran the Sprint Cup, not the Carrera Cup. He ran the Sprint Cup series in Australia. We had the same uh, differences over here as well. Last year, they, they they did have 992 cars, I think, running in in Sprint Cup as well oh, in really? the United States. Yes, they did in the United States. I'm yeah. not sure they did no, in Australia. I'm not sure. Thomas Neverd, a young Canadian, there, kind of a 24 in the seventh position another the McElroy racing entries he's making his sports car debut this weekend he's been on the uh, the road to Indy or the USF Pro Championships ladder for the last couple of years in USF 2000 he won a race a couple of years ago he's been a front runner in that championship for the last two years but now making the move across to sports cars and there's a big improvement for Dan Clark yes speedy Dan wow he's Scala- back he's back yes indeed Scala 64 uh, for Speedy Dan and uh, the Englishman based he says in, in uh, Indianapolis he raced um, in the Champ Car World Series you might remember a few years ago kind of disappeared off the radar screen for several years after that but he's still been doing a lot of coaching over here uh, and he's now driving with that NOLA Sport team and up into the fourth position that's a great effort he, he, for Dan I, last time I spoke to him he was uh, I saw him last night actually for a quick hello but he, he's been doing a bit of hobby racing is what he called yeah. it but uh, stuck his toe in the water with the Sprint Challenge here in the US, actually, at the Porsche Sports Car Together Festival at Indianapolis last year and really caught the bug again. And he had a big smile on his face when I saw him last night. I think he's, uh, he's right back into this now. The 202.7 puts him in fourth place 
for race number one. Another improvement last time around. No, no, that's still the 202. Uh, 202 for Tom Sargent. Where's Mark Kwame? He's only third in Harmony. He's already in the pits, uh, having done the best, he, well, presumably on his first set of tyres, Mark Kwame. Down in 27th position overall, a 205-0 for Mark. Last year's AM champion, yeah. of course, despite the fact he missed one race weekend, two races up in Canada. He didn't go north of the border last year. So uh, well down the order here, and third in AM. Uh, uh, so far now, whereas uh, in, in the practice sessions he had been quickest at a 203.6. Another driver that perhaps didn't get the best out of himself, his car this morning was Alan Metney, and he's in fifth at the moment in Pro Am. Wow. Behind Marco Cironi, Moisiretsky, Jeff Mosing, and Efren wow. Castro. Efren only down in fourth as well at the moment. He has got the fastest sector time in his class in that very short sector one which is for basically from the control line to the exit of turn one then it's the long run from there all the way to the entrance to turn 15 or the middle of turn 15 actually and then there to the run home is sector three yeah so kelly moss which has uh, dominated the am class the last couple of years uh, it was uh, efren castro who won the championship two years ago he, he stole it at the last uh, gasp from um Oh, no, he wasn't driving for Kelly Moss then, was he? No. Uh, that first year, I beg your pardon. Uh, Alan Metney uh, should have won the championship that season, but he missed a couple of races and, and lost out the last minute. Uh, he was driving for Kelly Moss. And then last year, uh, Alan Metney bounced back to win the uh, Pro-Am championship but uh, that as a teammate with Efren Castro. But uh, right at the moment, they're down in fourth and fifth in the class. That's unusual for that pair. Marco Cironi still leads, and he stepped up, stepped across to ACI International for this uh, for this year uh, in Canberra 82 he drove for the Mark Motors team out of Canada the last one many many years for Marco north of the border always comes down here to Sebring yeah. loves it down here this time of year why wouldn't you if, you, if you're from uh, the, the frozen north that's not meant a derogatory term, but that's just a it's fact. Ju it's, ju <laughs> it's just the weather forecast. <laughs> but, I'm uh, from the Forest and Midlands. I came out yeah. here, man. I'm Midlands of the UK. Yeah. So driving for Kurt Swearingen's team this season is Marco and fastest at the moment. Now, 203.668 yeah. for Marco Tronius in uh, 17th position overall. Best for the Pro-Am. Kurt, Kurt not driving uh, this weekend. No, I think, he's, I think he's doing a different series this year. Right. I, I believe. We we had 41 cars entered. We've seen 40 of them yeah. with Joe still not here. There is a series... Uh, at, at some t basically, you've got to set the series uh, maximum for full season entries at the places that have the smallest pit lanes and the smallest paddock. That is 40, believe it or not. And some places can have more than that so there will be room for wild card entries at some places but not at others but we have got the full 40 full season entries and I'm told by the team there were more than 40 people wanted to enter so that was a really tough thing to have to do and to have to decide who got the entries and who didn't I mean in some ways it's a it's not the worst problem to have but it's still not what you want to see, Jeremy, in terms of having to turn away business if you're Porsche and yeah. uh, Porsche Motorsport North America. And we, we talked about Thomas Merrill, didn't we, uh, uh, early on in this session. He was, what, he was fourth or fifth quickest, wasn't he? Mm. Well, he's now 
uh, 22nd in Callum 47. Boy, he's he's uh, lost some ground uh, there. I guess the other, presumably just the others have gone quicker. Uh, and uh, yeah, so a long way down in the pro class. It's still Riley Dickinson that leads the way. He's just gone out now with 11 minutes to go, presumably on a second set of tyres. And um, a little bit surprising he'd opt to do that. He had two two good laps. Did he have two laps in the ones or just the, just the... I think he might have had the two. I think he might be right there. I'm not sure. But uh, Tom Sargent's close enough, certainly, at a 202.202 that, uh, you know, he doesn't want uh, to... Ryan Dickinson wants to try and make sure he gets two pole positions if he possibly can. And they're both... Uh, the pole position is worth uh, a, a couple of championship points uh, again this year for the first year of this championship there were five points for a pole position that was I think wisely changed last year uh, it was just from five down to two which is I think much more representative and um, there's, there's, uh, for, the, for the race win you get 25 points 20 for second 17 for third and then two points for uh, a pole position and also one point for a fastest race lap which was introduced for last year for the first time Beautiful blue skies now. Looks yeah. like a different season. Never mind a different day from this morning. Temperature. What, an hour or so ago. Yeah, really. indeed. Um, and certainly from when these guys were last out on track when there was showers and a damp circuit. It's full dry now with the Michelin Slicks doing their job on track. Uh, 36 of the 40 cars. 59 Fahrenheit. 64 in the air, if you prefer. That's 18 Celsius in the air and 15 Celsius on the track still a bit chillier than it has been in the last few days it's uh, been a good 10 degrees celsius warmer than that at this stage of the day for most days 10 minutes to go dickinson back out presumably on a new set of tires six minutes in the pits there's an improvement for mark kwami in the am class but still only third in the AM rankings at the moment. Scott Noble still still leads away in car number 10 with a 2 of 4.273. The, uh, the lap record, by the way, in the, uh, for the AMs was uh, set last year by Mark Kwame at a 205.9. So massively quicker this year. 205.9, excuse me, against this year. Scott Noble quick is a 204.2. That's a big improvement, isn't it? Second and three quarters. Wow. Uh, John Getz in second position, then a 204.7. And Mark Kwame improves there to a 204.8 on that last lap. He goes a little bit quicker in sector one as well. It's Jeremy Shaw. I'm John Hindhoff. Good to have you company. Wind picking up and right on the nose of the cars. They're going down into turn number one. That means it's pushing them into turn 17. And also pushing them into turn 7 as well. Big braking areas. So down inside the last four laps or so of this crucial opening Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America. 
here at the 71st annual Mobile World 12 Hours of Sebring. There's two drivers from the Dominican Republic in the field this weekend. Efren Castro has been in this uh, Porsche Curragh Cup North America since, since its inception a couple of years ago. Uh, Jimmy Libre uh, is uh, a youngster, just 22 years of age. He did uh, a couple of races last year at Road America. He's back now for a full season with MDK Motorsports with a, a front-running team. And he's, he got himself up into the fourth position uh, just a few minutes ago in column 74. So he got ahead of Speedy Dan Clark. So it's uh, Ryan Dickinson still leads away, 201.750. He's got four tenths of a second over Tom Sargent from Australia in column 17 for McElroy Racing. Jason Hart in third position, column 20 for MDK. Then his teammate Jimmy Libre in fourth position, column 74. Rounding out the top five is Dan Clark in column 64 for Nola Sport. And then in sixth position, Michael McCarthy in the second of the Racing for Children's, Kelly Moss, column number seven. TJ Fisher improves his time in the 7.62 Motorsports number 58 car, as does Ryan Yardley there in eighth and ninth. Ryan for top racing. Both in the two, the high two or twos, and there's a new fastest time in Pro-Am and into the top ten wow. for Efren Castro. Well, he has picked up the pace at two or three point one. Wow, that's a great lap. He he had the uh, the lap record here in qualifying for the Pro-Am class. That was set back in 21 at a two minutes 4.6. So he's now done a 203.1. I mean, they're all going a lot quicker. You know, the, uh, the, the old qualifying record by for overall was set Prio at 203.1. That, that now, that 203.1, is, is pretty much equaled there by Efren Castro in 10th position overall. That shows what the improvements have been over the course of the last couple of years and taking advantage of great conditions here this afternoon almost also, perfect more conditions well. TJ Fisher improves you just talked about Ryan Yardley young, young New Zealander excuse me making his sports car debut I think this weekend as well he's been over in the States uh, last year doing the Formula Regional America's Championship and now moving across to the sports cars in that number 78 car and he's running with, uh, with uh, top racing Alan Metney improves and improves his time and wow. the position as well. A 2039 and he's gone up to fourth. He was in fifth spot. Scott Noble still holds the ample position. Mark Kwame up into second in that category. Uh, Matt Holcomb's just improved. That's sixth place in the pro arm, 2045. None of these guys are hanging around. A 2045 yeah. round here is he's not pottering. No. It is not pottering at all. Hey, it, that would that would have been uh, pro am pole for the last two years. TG efficient the third, yeah, two or two effort. five, uh, and Michael McCann up into sixth, uh, yes. fifth position as well in car number eight. That's the McCann Racing entry. So we've got uh, Kelly Moss at the top, McElroy Racing second. Uh, number fifty-eight car is uh, that's a, a new team for this season. Seven sixty-two. Most spots. I know nothing about them yet. I'm afraid, uh, but I will find out. Uh, then Michael, then Jason Hart for MDK, then Michael McCann for uh, for McCann Racing rounds out the top five. So five different teams in the top five positions. Riley Dickinson, I'm going to venture that Riley Dickinson didn't put a new set of tyres on. He's, he's down in the two or fives spin. now. I I think he think I think he thinks and the team think that they've got at least a pole and a front row start. Possibly two poles, but I think it might be a pole and an outside pole for the second race. 
But he's saved a set of tyres here, I reckon. I really do, because he bashed off those two super quick laps, Jeremy, right at the start. He's now done line laps. He's still out there. But his last lap was a 2.05. And I don't think that's quite slow enough to be a cool-down lap, but it's not quick enough to be a quick lap either. It, it, it's, it's a pretty quick lap, though, because... Uh Let's see when he comes across the line what it is. A 2.05.1 last time around, as you Oh, say. my God. What yeah. am I seeing? Yeah, what go. am I seeing? Yeah. A 2.01.667. He has the two fastest times yeah. now. They, they, they weren't quite his personal best in sectors one and two, but it was very, very close. But he, he puts a personal best in sector three. Still not quicker than, I think, it's, I think it was Jimmy Libre who was quickest in uh, sector three. But uh, he puts it all together. Ryan Dickinson, a brilliant lap. 201.667. He's now got more than half a second over Tom Sargent. And crucially, he's the only driver in the 201s, and he's done it twice. Yeah. So he Parked has it. got, he's got Paul for both of the laps. So I, I take back everything I was saying about not using the extra set of tyres, because if he's conjured that up out of a set of tyres that are nine and ten laps old, that is nothing short of extraordinary. I think a new set of Michelin slicks went on there, and he, what he's gambling on is track position and his skill and experience to make those Michelin tyres last uh, yeah. either... I presume what he'll do is put a new set of tyres on for race one and then the best of what he's got left to go on to race two. Quite likely. A new second place man now. Will, Will Martin for JDX Racing goes up into the second place in car number nine. 202.171. So just edges out Tom Sargent from Australia by, what, three hundredths of a second. Uh, Jason Hart also an improvement up into fourth position, or well, maintains fourth position in car number 20. There's an off-course excursion for uh, somebody out at... Is that at the, uh, the hairpin? The exit of the hairpin? Correct. Turn seven. Two cars involved there was the north. That's that the Jake, multicoloured... That Peterson? I think it might have been car. Number 85. It's, it's not Efren Castro's car, but it's got a lot no. of green on it. So just going through tower turn... Now, I reckon that makes it the number nine car. No, no, it's not. There wasn't Will Martin. That was the JDX car. Uh, new fastest lap. Chucksy also improves. Wow. Uh, new fastest lap for Scott Noble to cement his place at the top of the AM standings. He's now done a two or three six, a two or four four is the next best, and that's John Getz. Yeah. That's yeah, a very good job. run again for Scott Noble. Yeah, it certainly is. This is going to be two cracking races tomorrow. We'll yeah. have them live for you, sound and vision, whether you're here in the States or further afield. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, Riley Dickinson's got a good margin on the field here, half a second. Well, that's less than that. Now, Jason Hart, a 202.061 up into second position then for the, uh, the Texan, car number 20 for MTK Motorsports. Wow, great lap uh, for him. He goes purple in sector three, I think that was. He's f is he following? Is he following um, Riley again? Oh, no, it's the twenty nine uh, that's right up the tailpipes of of Riley Dickinson. So maybe getting some uh, some a little bit of coaching there. Good improvement there for car number thirteen. Also, Varun Choksi from Atlanta, Georgia, for the Wright Motorsports team. Haven't talked about much right Motorsports much, although his teammates with John Getz, who's second in the uh, AM category 
at the moment. Vernon Choksi up into fifth place then in car number 13, 202.3. It's really tight from second through, what, ninth or tenth. There's, there's half a second covering about eight cars there. Thomas ne- Neveu in car number 24 is 12th at a 202.7, just over half a second behind. Dan Clark has pitted before the chequered flag, which comes out now. And first driver to see that goes through and Jeffrey Myshak and Tom Balams the two drivers to see it for Goldcrest and Kelly Moss respectively well that has been an absolute absolutely brilliant performance from Kelly Moss Racing and from Riley Dickinson just watching to see if anybody improves at the end Thomas Nevert does make up a position, I think. Yes, he does. He goes up to 12th for McElroy Racing. Improving on the last lap. Michael McCarthy improved last lap around. And he's time. He's still got one lap to finish off. Jason Hart's come through. No improvement there. Tom Sargent, no improvement there. He'd lifted off. Elizde Torre has come through and improves to a 2028. That's good enough for 14th position in pro. What a, I mean, so much talent, so much depth yeah. of talent. Yeah. And, and the gaps, and there's a couple of tenths of second gaps, Jeremy, in b- behind the top three. But but actually, no, there's not now. No, there's there's no. not a tenth of a second gap from fourth down to ninth in between the cars. 0.04, 0.02, 0.007, 0.023. Then yeah. a two-tenth gap. Then 0. 0.026, 0. 0.039, 0. 0.045, 0. 0.035, 0. 0.039. That's how tight it is. Yeah, it is super tight, isn't it? And what a great lap that was by Jason Hart. Look, this series, in the pro category, most of these guys are youngsters trying to make a, a career for themselves. Jason Hart's 47 years old. He'd be He's eligible to run in the pro-am class, but, uh, but no, he's is running in the pro class and uh, took a magnificent job there. Really good effort by Jason Hyde. He's a guy, now he's a, a seasoned pro. He's been around this sport a long, long time. And uh, it's wonderful to see him have this opportunity and, and grab it with both hands. Super effort there by Jason Hart from Flower Mound, Texas, in second position in car number 20 for MDK Motorsports. Unofficially, we believe that Riley Dickinson has the two fastest laps. So subject to post-qualifying tech, his two laps in the 2-0-1 range, I think he did a 2-0-1-6 was his fastest, and I I think it was a 2-0-1-7. Yep. I think for, he, for he, might, he might have fastest. done a nine as well. Yeah, I, 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 he may have done, yeah. Possibly. He, but I, no one else got in the two or ones. He's got two two or ones. He's provisionally and very unofficially on pole position for both races. Jason Hart will start race one at the very least on the outside of the front row for MDK Motorsports. And he and Mark Kwame, who is the MDK, if you will, um, of MDK Motorsports, will be absolutely delighted about that. JDX have Will Martin on the inside of row two for the first race and for their first outing in the championship Tom Sargent the Aussie sensation for Aussie team McElroy Racing will start on the out- uh, sorry 
no, run by New Zealand. It's Australia-based team, but uh, run by but Kiwi. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes. <laughs> so the Antipodean yeah, uh, team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's cover all the bases there. Thank you. Um, on the outside of row two, Varanchowski from Atlanta on the inside of row three with 7-6-2 motorsports and TJ Fisher on the outside of row three. And row four, subject to all the usual uh, bits and pieces, MDK and JDX, Jimmy Libra, and Alex Sedgwick, Alex coming over from the UK for his first outing. Top 10 in pro, made up by Kelly Moss's Sean Varwick and McCann Racing's Michael McCann. And that top 10 separated by one second. 1.009 of a second. In the classes, Efren Castro in a very creditable 16th position for the Pro-Am category, and that's another pole position for Kelly Moss with a 2-0-3-1-3-5. That would have been good enough to be right at the sharp end of the field here last year. And in Am, Scott... He would have been on the pole. He would have been on the pole, yeah. yeah. And Scott Noble takes the Am class uh, pole with a 2-0-3-9. Things have moved on a pace in the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup for 2023. And we have two races for these cars tomorrow. Join us then. We're live in sound and vision. Thanks for your time so far this afternoon. It's been absolutely superb. Can't wait to see these cars get released on the green flag tomorrow morning. It's early doors. Check imsaradio.com. Scroll down at the bottom for the schedule. It auto-converts to your time zone. And remember, the clocks have gone forward to daylight savings time here in the US, which hasn't happened uh, for most of the rest of the world. imsaradio.com. Schedule's at the bottom of the page. Jeremy Shaw was alongside me. John Hindoff. Tim Gray was our engineer and producer in London. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.